Welcome to another podcast from Parametric. I'm Peter White, and our focus today is a new offering for large super funds known as the Parametric Equity Agility Platform. Super funds are coming under increasing pressure from all angles, including fees, returns, costs on the one hand, and regulation and consolidation pressures on the other. And now we can add COVID to that mix. Parametric, probably best known for helping increase fund returns through deft advice on management of taxation and implementation expenses associated with equity portfolio management, has launched a one-stop investment management agreement branded as an equity agility platform. It's designed to streamline fund costs, improve returns, and has the flexibility to assist and enable funds to execute policies, pivots, and special programs within the one agreement. With me today to put some meat on this equity agility bone is the head of Parametrics Australian Operations, Chris Bryant. Chris, welcome. The Equity Agility Program, it's a rather grand title. Why have you launched it and what does it actually involve at the fund coalface? Thanks, Peter. Parametric as a specialist implementation manager has had quite an interesting history of researching issues only that keep trustees awake at night. That is, we only want to research and deliver solutions that help funds with the problems that they're facing at that time. So we thought, how can we help funds with the issues that they're facing right now, which are specifically to deliver better net returns more consistently and at a lower cost? And the other thing that funds are looking for right now is for fewer, deeper partnerships with their service providers. So what the Equity Agility account delivers in one account with one investment management agreement is effectively all of our detailed research and also implementation of factor strategies, passive strategies. We can transition in any active managers that might need to be terminated because the fund either cannot justify their fees or um, they need to be terminated for any other reason. It includes all of our implementation smarts around tax management, around tax managed transitions, We can even bring in things like leftover stocks if there's a manager that, for example, has been terminated, but the fund hasn't been able to terminate a custody account because there's still a few stocks that were illiquid and couldn't be, um, couldn't be transitioned out. The other thing that we can bring into the equities agility account, again, all within the one account is also a bit of volatility management because we're also finding that funds are concerned around the levels of volatility in the market and wanting to put in, in place volatility strategies that help with maintaining a strong net return to members. What part, if any, is the equity agility program a response to COVID? It's not really in response to COVID in that we have been delivering similar strategies for quite some time. In fact, for for eight years in Australia and 33 years globally. But a couple of things that we saw out of COVID was firstly, obviously increased volatility. So funds are focused on ways in which we can help them with their volatility. And secondly, you know, there were, of course, some liquidity issues that came out of COVID, which made funds focused on moving their equity allocations sometimes quicker than we've seen in the past. So the equities agility account, again, enables funds to move around quickly and also manage their volatility better. What about the famous or infamous APRA heat maps one and heat map two? Have they played a part in the development of the agility platform product or service? Yeah, look, I think they have in that they've really focused fund executives and fund trustees' minds on where they need to be on lots of metrics and where they need to be on the cost metric, where they need to be on the passive factor or active returns kind of metric as well. Just to take a step back, as you know, Peter, the heat map looks at three things. It looks at 
whether funds are delivering strong and stable returns, firstly. Secondly, it looks at funds' costs, so including admin fees, management fees. And finally, it looks at sort of the direction of member demographics and whether the fund's receiving, for example, good net inflows or net outflows from members. So the APRA heat map has focused funds' minds on, in particular, those returns and cost issues. So what we're seeing is funds more than at any time in my career really look hard at their active managers and just to ensure that those active managers are definitely delivering good alpha net of the fees and the costs and the taxes that active management generates. So I think that funds are looking at active managers closer than they have in the past to ensure that they're delivering returns net of fees, costs and taxes. And if they're not, then they're asking us to look at whether some of those managers could be replaced by factor strategies or passive strategies, which of course are much, much lower cost and also bring with them less turnover uh, and less after-tax drag than what an active manager typically does. Let's talk about the bottom line. What, what bottom line results could I expect from signing up for this program if I'm, say, a mid-ranking super fund management committee? Obviously, it depends what the fund does and how they're using the Equities Agility account. Certainly, at a minimum, we would expect that the fund would be experiencing from the beginning increased after-tax returns. And remember that after-tax returns are the returns that members eat in their retirement. So they're really important as opposed to pre-tax returns. So we'd expect funds that are in the equity agility account to be experiencing improved after-tax returns of at least sort of the 25 to 30 basis points better. And that's even just on a typical passive strategy for an Australian super fund. And obviously, if there's active strategies that are implemented more cleverly or if the funds are moving from active management to passive or factor, the changes in their net fees can be much greater than that. Is it a case of solving problems before they exist or fester too much or is this purely a reactive solution for managers? Is it, I guess is it preemptive or is it reactive or a bit of both? Actually, the heat map has given funds an opportunity to look at where they're positioned right now and confirm that that's definitely where they want to be positioned because obviously every fund has a starting point and if you look at that starting point as where you are now, now's a good time to be thinking about is my active passive factor mix right? And am I really delivering the best after-tax returns that I could be to my members? How long would you expect the cost of the program to pay for itself? On average, I would expect that the average fund, as soon as they're moving into this equities agility account, they'd be delivering improved net returns to members from day one. So put another way, I'd be pretty horrified if the improvements that we can deliver to funds don't generate a net benefit to those funds from the moment that we start. I know it's early days and you only just launched the program. What's been some of the reaction from the marketplace? In my career at Parametric, and I've been with Parametric for seven years now, I haven't seen a period of greater interest in what Parametric does. So historically, we've seen potential clients say to us, that's a really great idea, but I'm not, I just can't get to it right now because it's only an extra 30, 50, 90 basis points per annum on top of my returns. And I'm already earning 15, 20%. So historically, we've had issues with funds prioritizing this issue around efficiency. 
And I think now the APRA heat maps and just the general pressure that funds are under competitively has just meant that funds have to manage to improve every single basis point of returns. So we're seeing more interest right now than I've seen in my, in my time with Parametric in funds looking at these kind of strategies. Chris, thanks for talking to us today. Pleasure, Peter.